I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We need your second opinion. Call the fan at 877-337-6666. Powered by Superbook Sports. Visit Superbook.com. Back on the fan, what's happening? This is TK and Tierney. A little all in time, as you can tell. Uh, eh, uh, eh. All in. She called us all out. All out on the Jets. Uh, just cash me out already. God, I probably just sounded like like a younger Beningo right there. That probably sounded like Joe 20-something years ago. Oh, just cash me out. God. But I'm all in on really not committing to anything at this point. I understand for the Jets next year. I think that everything's got to be th- viewed through a prism of complete and thorough evaluation, which means if something happens that seems a little unconventional, then you know what? I'm riding with it. I don't care. I understand that this cycle, fire this guy, fire that guy, not good, probably not beneficial. Sweeney, hang on, Sweeney, I'm in the middle of something. Murdy, you can j- jump on it a minute. Sweeney Murdy just walked in the studio. I love you. Hang on. So I understand that after a while, it is a detrimental thing to just always, you know, two years, fire, two years, fire. Get that. And I know that we get a little, little twisted where we want our pound of flesh. Fire this guy. I feel better. Not always the right move. And I'm not even saying that it's the right move here. What I am saying is, I don't know when you look at the four most important components to any franchise outside of ownership, and unfortunately, Woody's never selling the team. I cannot get on the radio and look you in the, not literal, eye and say (laughs) that I believe the Jets, one, absolutely have the right GM. Think they do. Not 100% sure, but he's the one I feel best about. I'm still not sure, but I think they do. Head coach, uh, quarterback, uh, OC, uh, those grunts are not good. Those are acknowledgments that the Jets have a lot of work to do, and that thought process should be deeply, deeply underway now. The problem is, Tiki, when we talk about the Jets, 
the buck always stops with Woody, who knows nothing about well, football. I think and the, that's a I think if you're th- if you're thinking from a Jet fan perspective, you got to be all in on these Jets being prudent about what they do going forward. Now, obviously, Joe Douglas has done some good things, even though you could throw in some question marks into his resume with some of these draft picks, particularly the 2020 draft, where all those guys are just kind of non-existent. Um, but he has done good things. You know that he can do good things. We've seen it with the Jamal Adams uh, deal or situation because he didn't even do a deal for him, but what that reaped for him. So I'm not as down on Joe Douglas as some people are. I'm actually not even as down on Robert Sala as some some others are. I think the failings of the offensive staff to develop Zach Wilson put him in an untenable situation where as a loyal leader – you can't call out the obvious. And the obvious is your offensive staff was overmatched. And you had a quarterback. You drafted poorly uh, in Zach Wilson, and you didn't develop him. You almost feel sorry for Zach, but that it's neither here nor there. It is what it is at this point. So I'm not even that down on Robert Sala, but I am down on, on Mike LaFleur. I don't, know, I don't know how he recovers given the anemic nature of, of the offense in the last four, three, at least three weeks, but maybe even going back into the fourth weeks of the season. Uh, I don't know how you have any confidence in Zach Wilson. Um, and going forward, you got to make hard decisions. And those hard decisions have to be what's best for this team to win now. Not like, oh, we got to develop. And we're gonna, in two years, we're going to be. No, no, no. You, you had it. You were there. And you took a colossal, like, I don't know, Sasquatch step backwards trying to. Uh, find the quarterback, and now you're back at square one quarterback wise. You got to win soon, and you got to make immediate decisions based on your quarterback and your offensive staff. 877 337 Tiki and Tierney are the fans. So, you know what's really depressing, too? And even when the Giants weren't playing well, I don't mean at the very, very end with Eli, but you knew that Eli was coming back next year, right? Yes. You, you knew that at least you had a quarterback that was entrenched here. The last, you go back to Mark Sanchez's last season as a starter. So in 2012, Mark Sanchez, this is the final game of the season. All right, so the final game of 2012, Sanchez is the quarterback. All right, didn't work out. But there was success before that. It was a fun run, back-to-back AFC Championship games. Then Geno takes over. And the final game in 2013 and 2014, it's Geno's show, and then it's not. All right? And then in 2015, it's the Reclamation Project, Ryan Fitzpatrick. It was fun. It blew up in Buffalo. But at least, all right, it was a fun season. Then 2016, when the Fitzmagic wore off, he was the uh, starting quarterback in the season finale. In 2017, it was a Band-Aid. His name is Bryce Petty. Jeez, Bryce remember that name. Good wow. God. <laughs> God. In 2018, obviously, it was Sam. And then in 2019 and 2020, it was Sam. But even as those years wrapped up, you weren't sure if he was the guy. And then in 2021, last year, it was Zach, and he didn't show much. And now this year, it's Joe Flacco, who showed nothing. I mean, again, Joe's a Hall of Famer. We try to give Joe respect where respect is earned, and, and he had a very good career. He made money. He's a champion. He should be respected. But Joe Flacco was never going to be the answer. And no. I think that's what's so disconcerting. Like, it's one thing to finish the season on an upswing and feel emboldened about the next year, but I feel like every every year with these guys, it's complete chaos. Yeah. It's I- disintegration. It's a... It's, you go up in flames in Buffalo with Fitzpatrick or, all right, Darnold ain't the guy, but got to draft somebody. All right, well, Wilson's not the guy, so Flacco's playing. Well, it's just never consistent. It is brutal. Yeah, it's frustrating. Because you, this this year felt like the year that it was done, that you were done with that. In, in same old Jets. Yeah. <laughs>
Just joking, DT. <laughs> Are you? Not, I mean, with the Are quarterback, I'm not. Are you? With the quarterback, I'm not. Everything else, I think this, this is this is so anti-Jets. It's not even... I mean, anti-Sam old Jets. Yes. Yeah, I, 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 I agree with that. I, mean, I do agree with you that. Have, you, I agree. You, you might have the offensive and defensive rookies of no, the year. I, listen, I agree. You got an all-pro D-tackle, and Quentin, Quentin Williams is going to get paid... 15, 16, 17 well, million dollars. They better not butcher this because yeah. what, what came out about 35, 40 minutes ago, w- Williams said he wants the extension by the spring, right, Hoff? He wants to get it done sooner rather than later. So they're better. This, this should be easy. He is a flat out superstar. He was drafted top three by the Jets. Make sure this man gets his contract. Mm-hmm. If I'm reading, well, Quentin Williams, and I would understand this, not showing up to OTAs, do not even let it get to that point. Get that man what he deserves. And get the contract done. He is a superstar. My point is, the Jets, unlike previous seasons, have some of the best players in the NFL. I I mean, how many times can you have said that over the last decade? The best players at certain positions in the NFL are on the Jets. Oh, yeah. No, I agree. Same old Jets is lazy. That makes them not the same old Jets. But as it pertains to the quarterback, it's the same old Jet quarterback situation. 877-337-6666. Let's go to Rich in Springfield, New Jersey. What's happening, Rich? Hey, guys, I, I, I'd like to hear you guys speak to this. You know, I've been listening to the Jets, listening to you guys every day, and fans and everyone speaking, and everyone wants to blame head coach, OC, you know, no quarterback. And what, what, I, what I was seeing was that I, I'm hearing, you know, uh, Boomer Sison. I mean, even Tiki, you, you alluded to this a few minutes ago. I'm hearing Joe Namath. I'm hearing Steve Young say that Zach – had the goods he just needs time to develop a young quarterback so my point is where does the blame get thrown on the hierarchy of the jets because it seems to me after about the fourth or fifth game when zach came back you know because he was hurt he didn't play the first what three games yeah and you know so the next thing you know they're three and two they're four and two and all of a sudden now instead of a rebuilding year you've got a playoff contention team and trying to win a division. And now, and you know, so the Jets were trying to do two things at the same time. They're trying to develop a young quarterback and they're trying to win a division and win a playoff spot. Yeah. And if now, Zach, go out and beat Bill Belichick twice. Look, I, now, Zach, you know what? You have Rich, to make this third and eight. You've got, you know, so where, 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 you know, Rich, to me, that if was I, the problem. If I want to be perfectly fair to the Jets, the circumstances put them in a bad spot because they drafted. Young, right? Garrett Wilson is a is a as a young draft as a young uh, player. Uh, Brees Hall is a young player. Zonovan Knight, even though we didn't know that he was going to be that guy, that came in as a free agent. Your quarterback is young. Elijah Vera Tucker is young. You 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 Becton is young. You look on the defensive side. You draft Jermaine Johnson. He's young. Michael Clemens is a as a D end. He's young. Sauce Gardner. He's young. You bring in some vets, and the vets are there to develop or help develop some of these young players. Mm-hmm. Honestly, coming into the season, if you're asking almost anyone evaluating or maybe even internal to the Jets, BT, they're likely saying, yeah, this is going to be a you know 6-11 season, a 7-10 and 10 type of season. We're going to be good. We're going to win some games we're not supposed to, but we're just going to be... We're going to be an, an average team. We're, we'll, we'll beat the pre the preseason over and under win total, right? That that's our goal. But the problem is they got really damn good really quickly defensively and offensively. They were winning games, and so you're, this like arc of intersection that BT always alludes to 
happened way too fast, right? If this was a year a year from now, Zach would have had an average okay season, ups, downs, whatever. Going into next year, we'd be saying, yeah, Zach's going to take that next step, and that's what's going to put the Jets in the playoff uh, uh, position. They got in the playoff position way before anyone expected it to, and so now in that locker room, it's it's not – yeah, we got it's next year for us. Yeah, we're a year ahead of it, they weren't saying that. They're saying, why not now? Right? And so when Zach starts to really play bad football, Robert Salas starts to lose his locker room. And so all of these things are happening. The preseason expectation, which was middling, you know, you exceed that. Your quarterback, which you'd have no expectation for, just kind of playing pretty bad. But all of a sudden you get in the playoff position and the team is like, Why not? Why not us? Why not us? And you get a frustration with your quarterback. Robert Sala had to do something. Now he mismanaged it, and we know that now. But it just—it was circumstance that put them in a position to make bad decisions. Not mm-hmm. like they made bad decisions starting in the offseason, and it's coming back to haunt them. It, it just circumstances put them in a position to ultimately fail. Well, I mean, listen when old, when Vegas establishes your over under win total at five and a half, mm-hmm. and you win seven. Yes, there's literal overachievement, but I don't want to hear about that. I agree. I know. You I know got, what you're you got to you got to seven at the I'm, halfway I'm point of the season. I totally agree with you. Context matters here. It does. It absolutely matters. Now, but put it this way: if the Jets finish seven and ten, but they started seven and six, like the Lions, the Lions end the season on an upswing. Unbelievable with the Lions. No did. question. And the energy in Detroit. I know they're disappointed that they're not in the playoffs. Seattle gets in there, but they were one know, and six. I, they were one and six. And there is legitimate belief that they've got the right head coach. You want to tell me Jared Goff's, oh, I think they've got the right quarterback. You know, every, Hell, their running, running back's back. phenomenal. They <laughs> broke Barry Sanders' touchdown record record. Yes. Yeah, Rushing right. record this year. Mm-hmm. So it's different. And I just, you know, I can't. I, I think it's lazy. I, I It's just, it's too shallow for me to say. And some people are saying this, and that's fine. Oh, the Joe, why are you complaining, Tierney? The Jets won more than they were supposed to win. Great. That's like leaving the casino. Oh, I was up a thousand. That's great. Yeah, I was really up twenty three thousand though before I flushed twenty two thousand down the chute <laughs> playing roulette. And I don't gamble at that level. I'm just yeah. throwing out crazy numbers to prove a point. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you have twenty three thousand dollars on the table and you leave with a thousand, that's not a good night. Yeah. I mean, it's a good night because you're walking out with a thousand more than you had. But you, basically, it's a year of college, right? Yeah. Half a year of college. And for it your does. Kid and it doesn't help. You flush down it, the chute. It doesn't help that the Giants. It completely overexceeded their expectations. Do you think that that and really matters? That's an interesting point. I think Should it does. That matter? In this city, Do you it think that's going to matter to Woody? Um, I don't think it'll matter to Woody because he's probably used to it. But I think <laughs> oh, I'm just geez. I'm being real. But but the Giants exceeded their expectation. They're going into a, a away playoff game against Minnesota, and I guarantee you. Every Giant fan thinks they're going to win that game. Mm-hmm. They're not going, yeah, we're just here. And Minnesota's going to kick our ass, but it'll be all right. Next year, we'll have something to build. No Giant fan is saying that. I agree. They are saying, we're going to Minnesota, and we're going to win that game, and then we're going to play the Eagles, and we might win that one. And then we're going to host the <laughs> NFC Championship game if it gets wacky enough, right? There's some situations I mean, where they could. No, seriously. Man, they Seattle, Seattle yeah. loses. Seattle beats the 49ers. Yeah, and all go, of that's sudden, it. Yeah, yeah. Like, and all of a sudden, the, uh, the, the Niners or who are the Eagles are the, are the top seed left. The Giants go to Philly. They beat them and they, Seattle wins against whoever they play. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. would play, and now the Giants are hosting a, 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 a an NFC Championship game. Uh, I mean, that scenario was real. Wouldn't surprise me. Wouldn't surprise me, buddy. Let's get Henry in. Uh, he's down in Annapolis, Maryland. He's got us up on the free Odyssey app. What's up, Henry? Good afternoon, gentlemen. Hello, sir. When, what up? Uh, 
when the Jets were uh, seven and four, and we were mapping our pathway <laughs> to the first seed in the AFC, uh, I think all of us were pretty confident in our coach. Uh, and since then, it, it, it fell apart. I, I question his leadership. When you when you ask what his number one positive trait is, my, my personal feeling is. He's great at weasel grams, talking to the press, saying a lot of words, but not really saying anything. Uh, for example, uh, we almost beat Minnesota. Mm -hmm. We almost beat the Bills. And let's throw in there, you know, we had a great game against the Colts in 1969. <laughs> you know, none, none, of that, none of that really matters. And early in the year, I was concerned when he said to the press and to everybody, you know, my job is not to uh, motivate the team uh you know these men these young men should be motivating themselves and yeah to a point but look at campbell look at look at dable yeah and and look at the jets walk off the bus for six straight games trying to figure out what they where they're going to go in january and february I, I have real concerns about the leadership He's a great guy. I don't think anybody questions that. Mm -hmm. But I, I don't know if he's if he's got the guts to get out there and challenge the players. And I don't even you know, think it's guts. Yeah, Henry, I think, I think guts is the wrong word. I, I know what you're searching for, and I'm largely with you. I wouldn't say guts. I just think maybe it's not that he lacks the guts or the fortitude or the toughness. I, he, he may lack the ability to communicate. Yeah. Uh, and obviously with that comes the ability to inspire a group of 53 men who are down well, on the mat. They didn't. He didn't get him back well, off the mat. You know but you it's not about do? guts. You got to be real. And I and I, I said this before, and I'm saying it again. You got to be real. So we looked. We just were talking about the Detroit Lions, and he brought up Rob, um, Dan Campbell, who I know, and I'm biased, obviously, because I've known Dan forever, twenty twenty two years now, twenty three years now. They started one and six. They finished the re regular season eight and two, and just missed out on the playoffs. But they gave themselves a chance because they went to Carolina and got the dog, you know what, kicked out of him. They gave up 520 yards and 320 on the ground. And after the game, Dan Campbell, I mentioned this last week, mm -hmm. Dan Campbell went to Steve Wilkes and said, that was an ass-kicking brother, great job. That's what he said. That's what he said to the opposing head coach. That's how you kick someone else, kick someone's ass, right? What do you think he, if he said that to the opposing coach, what do you oh, think he said to his man. team? That, that's my point. And what did they do? They came back. They des destroyed the Chicago Bears, beat them 41 to nothing. And then they go into Green Bay last night in a must-win game for Green Bay. Green Bay needed to win and end. Let's not forget this. Aaron Rodgers needed to win and end the playoffs, and they beat them. Mm -hmm. Right? And think about how they beat them by going for it on fourth down with that so, beautiful pass. So don't tell me yeah. that yeah. I don't need to motivate my team. Mm -hmm. That's a crock a horse you know what that is that is the worst thing you could say you do need to motivate your team and you do it by telling them the truth when they get their asses kicked did, did robert Sala ever do that i don't know didn't feel like it and if he did it didn't work yes that's well said team when this happened you talked about it on the fan he's homered Derek jeter homers to tie the game and there it is Hit number 3,000. When New York sports happens, talk about it here. The Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the free Odyssey app. All right, team, so uh, we heading out to Minnesota for the game? What are we doing? We should. Let's, Let's go. go.
I mean, get get Tooch. <laughs> he's over. I guarantee he's going for a Giants play. I know that they're going. Let's go. I'd love to go. That's a great stadium. It is. It's indoor. It's indoors. You don't have to worry about the weather. Yeah. Giants are going to win. I'm down for a little trip. They got a chance to win. <laughs> of course they did. They got a real chance to win. You know? Are we going to make this try to happen? Or are we just going to, yeah, oh yeah, let's try to go. We're going to really try to go. I already told Tooch I wanted to go. You did? I did. Ooh. I told him last week. I said, they, they're, they're, I mean, because it could have been San Francisco. Yeah. And I was just like, Mike, I ain't going out to San Francisco. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> so you wouldn't go out to San Francisco for a Giants playoff game because of the travel, the arduous, but yet you flew to New Zealand to officiate a wedding. Yes. And you were there for 13 hours and you flew home. Yes. No, I was there for 21 Huff, and a half. How was that? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Making sense. 22 doesn't hours. doesn't make any sense to me. Santa Clara is way too far, but New Zealand, sign me the up. The amount of travel that Tiki does on a weekend, mm-hmm. on a normal weekend, doesn't make any sense at all. No, <laughs> doesn't. It doesn't. I have less faith against San Francisco than I do against the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> oh, it's more about the team that they're playing. Yes, not about the experience and how far distance. <laughs> and by the way, San, San Francisco, their their um, stadium in Santa Clara. Yep, Levi. It's about forty Levi, miles outside of San it Francisco. It is a hike. It's yeah to get to. Remember, we were out there yeah, for the Super Bowl, and we had to do we had to do a pre game pre Super Bowl event. And we took an Uber. It took us like yes. an hour and 40 minutes yes. to get there via Uber. I it was, it was we were up there with, uh, with Romy. You, Romy was you, after you us. You stayed, right? Did you, did you go? I the, stayed. You yeah, stayed went, after yeah. the game? I went to the game. For a little stayed. bit of it. I mm-hmm. bounced as soon as our, our hit was over or whatever, our show was over. I was like, I'm out of here. No, I said, I got to see a Super Bowl at some point with these eyes. <laughs> if I wait for my team to deliver, it ain't going to happen. I don't even remember who was playing. Uh, uh, that, that was, oh, jeez. That was the... Uh, 
I'm forgetting now, too. Yeah. Oh, my God. Hoff, I got a question for you. So Hoff is allegedly uh, a devout Jets fan, which seems a little strong. I don't think you're as a de- you're not as you're not like me and Joe and Evan. There are levels to fandom, by the way. Just yeah. to, to, like yeah. you, you to say that you and Joe are like the elite Jet fan. Mm-hmm. I I think you guys are there. I can't put myself on that pedestal. Okay, but I am a Jet fan. Okay, I you could put yourself there as an uh, as an elite Mets fan, right? A hundred percent. Okay, so I, I would agree with that. So here's what I'm a little worried about. Maybe not even worried. I don't know if I'd blame him. So Hoff gets his hustle on, right? Mm-hmm. He's got a couple of side jobs. We all do multiple things in this business. And one of the things he does is he runs the Giants broadcast. Broncos over Panthers, by the way. I thought it was Denver. Okay. Oh, that's right. That's when Candid kneel on the fumble. Yes. Remember, he actually went backwards <laughs> yes. with four minutes to go and down a yes. score? Oh, we crushed him for Killed that. Killed him. Ugh. And then at the post-game press conference, he, he was, kind of, he was a baby tried, about he it, too. He tried to, tried to excuse his way around. Yes, it. yes. So, Hoff, is there any chance, you know, doing the Giants? And how many years have you done the Giants broadcasts? Oh, uh, I think 2014 I started. 2014. So it's about eight or nine years, something like that. All right. So it's after a Super Bowl, but it's in the middle of a lot of mediocrity. One good season going to the Packers. It's been an awful experience, oh, Okay, yes. okay. Is there any thought or is there any threat that since you're not a devout Jets fan, not devout, and you do the Giants stuff, that you cut your losses and say, you know what, I'm just going to be a Giants fan? It's funny. I thought about this today, actually, I'm in the car serious. right here. Uh, again, I'm more of a Jets fan than, than you're giving me credit for. Like, to, you're making me sound like I'm, like, you know, a front yeah. runner with the Jets. They've been terrible. So I let's be serious. Right. However, you I will say. You to live and die with them like we do. That's I do. I, I no, that's not true. Yeah, that's not true. I, maybe I don't express as much. I'm not putting videos after every single loss because oh, I'm too my, busy. I got to get those things sponsored next year. I'm too They're busy. A big hit, the instant reactions. I'm too busy crying about it, and I'm frustrated about it. But here's the deal, right? So when it comes down to the Jets, first of all, the Giants, I do like their team. So I will say I like Dayball, I like the coaching and stuff like that. But that's as as a sports fan, you have to give credit. Uh, you got to tip your cap to some of these other teams and organizations. Hundred percent. So that's okay. Yeah. I don't know if I would ever jump ship to go to the Giants. I I like to hate watch the Giants too much. So I don't know if I could really. And, and I like to hate on the Giants too much and their fans. So I don't think uh, that that's appropriate. However, I will say this. If Zach Wilson is starting at all next year, even one game, I think I might have to take a year off. Mm. I think you should wow. do a, I think you should pull a carton. I think next year you should see how this year goes with the Giants. See how the offseason goes for the Jets. And then announce... Now, admittedly, one one-thousandth of the people will care about your selection compared to Craig's. That's but, not true. Well, that is true. But you can make a thing. You can make something out of it. Maybe you become a Giants fan. Let us know. I don't, think, the first I don't think I could be a Giants fan. Maybe I'd pick another team to root for. Who, who would you go? I mean, who would you go Maybe to? the Lions. You know, okay. I can respect that. Going for the losing but yet ascending team. Maybe the Jaguars. No, yeah, that can't do that. Jaguars, dude. Uh, interesting. Interesting. <laughs> you see, you also said something that I disagree with, although you, you're warped enough to subscribe to this. You said that you love hating on the Giants. I have never had an ounce of hatred for the Giants. Now, the whole Yankee-Met dynamic, that's different. The Yankee, the, the Nick Net thing is, it's apathetic, whatever. And by the way, good news that Durant, I think good news, could have been blown yeah. out, whatever. It's uh, it's an MCL sprain you know, on ice two weeks, then reevaluate. I don't think he's going to play for a month, you know, but it could have been worse either way. So, but but still, Knicks fans apathetic toward the Nets. Why, I, you don't really actually hate the Giants. I, I'm going to call you on that. I will say this. When I was younger, I hate watched the Giants with my friends 
for a long time. And like my my best friends are Giants fans. But why? Because they were because they were good or because Oh no, they were they were always projected to be better. I'm like, look, they suck. Did you and hate they, Tiki when Tiki was playing? Be oh, honest. No, I, no, I never hated players. I just hated the team in general. I just uh, said, look, your team is worse than you think. You take that jersey off, they gotcha. suck. And I take jibs. But I'm also a teenager, maybe mm-hmm. early 20s and stuff yeah. like that. Uh, so I think it's disrespectful to any of my friends who rooted for the Giants all these years to say, hey, by the way, I'm going to be a Giants fan now this year. No, I see. Yeah, that makes sense. But I can't do that. You won't. But do you want to see the Giants beat the Vikings? Well, yes. that's extra money for you, so you probably Yeah, I, 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 let's go for a Super Bowl. Yeah, I'll take it go games, all the way. Yeah, yeah. The more games you do, the more you you know, the more you get to bank some funds there. Financially be- based, I'm all in. But on the other no, hand, too. I'd love too, to see the Giants win. Also, for the station, too, it's just better if the Giants are around. So. And listen, there's a difference between hoping the Giants fans get a great experience. And, you know, I do like Dable. I do like Jones. I do respect the Giants. Like, I'm not sitting on my couch going nuts. I'm not wearing an LT jersey, like, rooting or going crazy on a P.I. downfield that I think the Giants get hosed on. I absolutely want the Giants to win as much as possible. Keep going. It's great for the city. It's great for the station, as you said. Uh, Giant fans are awesome. I agree. And Tiki that. also. You're happy for Tiki. No, I won't be happy for Tiki. <laughs> well, you'll be going to Arizona for a Super Bowl That's if they true. get there. The only way I'll be happy for Tiki is if I benefit from this. <laughs> That's the only way I'll be happy just, for just Tiki. Just bet it. You bet well. I do bet well. I around do. the Super Bowls. That's right. I'm around everything. You don't have to qualify. That's true. But I mean, How did I do my it, picks this week? Did I, did I do right? Well, you asked me to do it, know. and I got it right. So it's That's good. That's true. I, I did take I the Giants with the four teams. I know I won the Giants. I think you were four and two. If I'm you didn't correct. even post them, so you 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 checked out on Sharp Tierney. I well, checked it, yesterday. You didn't even post them on the fairness, Tierney Twitter in, account. In fairness, week eighteen, whatever, even if it was previously week seventeen, yeah. football in the NFL sucks. Doesn't matter. It's still a staple of the show. <laughs> it's a sponsored thing. He he's posted them all year. He, he begged. You his you downplayed those picks so much that yeah. I was afraid for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yet I think I won four of six. I, I think you did. Yeah, I think you were four and two this weekend. So, so it's a dereliction of duty on your part. <laughs> that is fifty dollars into the kangaroo court. Oh, by the way, I got to pay attention to the music. Do we have any? Do, no, you it's guys been are, good. Well, I'm the judge of that because I established the rules. Top of the so. hour was good. I think but it you was, haven't uh, noticed. The, the problem the is you'll notice. But I don't know. Yeah, that's true. But you'll I don't know, know if, if I really. Bad. Yeah, first of all, there's not there's not been an egregiously bad or soft song yeah. so far. You'll, and if there was, it didn't oh, wait, wait, you're, cha- you're changing you're changing up the rules now because you said it was all about the top of the hour. Well, that's what I'm saying. So nothing stuck out, and certainly nothing stuck out bad at the top of the hour. So I think you guys are good so far. Okay, good. Right. Your official station to talk Jets, the Fan, 1019 FM, and always live on the Free Odyssey app. Download it today. Tiki and Tierney back here on The Fan. It's 12.43 on this Monday. We appreciate you hanging out with us every day from 10 to 2 here on The Fan. Gordon Roberts coming up next. Big football Monday. Giants, since your real estate, really, once we get past the uh, the burying of the Jets today, mm. then uh, symbolically and verbally, uh, then we will uh, you will have it all to yourself. And I know you crave that big stage. Been a while. You're mm. going to get it. Don't worry. No, shush it up. <laughs> you with your finished T-shirts in your Jet locker room. Finish. Finished. Just they forgot to add the D. Mm-hmm. All finished. <laughs> yeah, you're real funny. Uh, a quick, 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 quick U-turn because it just, I just noticed this. Why are there two Cabbage Patch dolls in our WFAN studio? I don't One know. One wearing. A are they? Are mess. they? Are they supposed to be 
Craig. Well, it's supposed to be Craig. One is bald, wearing a Yankee jersey. One is he's got red hair. He's a Mets jersey. Where did these things come from? I have no idea. It's got to be a Carton production. Must be. I saw them. Must be. And they were making fun of Marash. They said it looked like Marash, but I'm not really sure why they're here and what they re- where it resonated. Gotcha. When, were the la- when was the last thing time the Cabbage Patch Night where they were popular? I'm yeah. going to say 19... Uh, wasn't there, I feel like there was 80, a TV show. Wasn't there 87. Show? I was going to say 87 or 88. And Evan's obviously a lot younger than Craig, so these have to be cartons. There's no, way, mean, no way Evan got these when Evan was born in 86. Maybe they bought borrowed oh, from Joe. Well, hold on. I guess Santa... First, first produced in 1982. The Cabbage Patch Kids. And when did they stop production? <laughs> Last week. No, maybe they're Joe B's, because I know Joe B has like a toy collector, he right? He doesn't have Cabbage Patch No, he's kids. got fluffy animals sitting on his bed. What are you talking about? No, he's just a bobblehead guy. Joe has all those stuffed no. animals? Yes. Really? You never heard that? He no, did like a whole here. week segment on all the fluffy animals he has on his bed. Really? Yes. It's huh. very They actually are still in production from, <laughs> from Wicked Cool Toys. Wicked Cool. Let me see if this is an authentic Cabbage Patch Kid. Didn't they have, like, something on the ass? Like, like uh, <laughs> yeah, look. <laughs> Xavier, what was it? I got to put Michael. Xavier what? Xavier was the producer. I think it was How Xavier. How did you know that? Xavier I Roberts no or Xavier, Xavier Pendlegrave. Well, just check what, what's on there behind. Yeah, right next to the crack. Right on the left cheek. <laughs> this thing's wearing a diaper. This is a weird, weird. This is a weird-looking... Uh, uh, it's got a Danny Murray. Who is that? Oh, it's Bronya. It's got a Rico. Oh, this is, I just have to, I have to tweet this. <laughs> this is, they have a Rico Bronya starting, like, I guess it's a starting lineup action figure. Rubber band to Cabbage Patch, his right hand. And I think it's, is that real red hair? Yeah. yeah. I think real. it says owned on the bottom of the butt cheek. No. No, no. it doesn't. It says Xavier Roberts. It is Xavier Roberts, right? Yeah, uh, yeah, must be a relative of Evans. No, no, oh, no. He's got, a, he's got a Mets banner in one hand. How come Craig's doesn't have anything on it? Well, because Craig's not sure if he's going to commit to the Yankees. It's a fake. Forward. It's yeah. a fake one. That's a knockoff. He got that down <laughs> at Canal Street. <laughs> no, his ass is signed, too. It is. Right? Wait, wait, does it say Xavier? Yes. I'm telling you, that was a staple of cabbage. But I remember that. What a weird <laughs> trend. What the hell was so... That was just ridiculous. They're so ugly. He's stupid. These dolls. Yeah, the, the faces, the faces are kind of... I mean, yeah, they're born next to a head of lettuce. <laughs> what are we talking about? God. Look at the cat. And people would kill each other, like at Macy's or Alexander's. Or, you've never seen those things before? I don't know if I've ever oh, played gosh. with a cabbage patch doll. I'm not saying play. I'm saying have you ever seen them? I mean, they're kind of, if have you're, you heard if, of them? If you're a kid, yes, of course. Because okay, okay. there was a TV show. I'm, I'm pretty positive it was a TV show. Not so as good as a Smurf cartoon. I used to love the Smurfs. Smurfs were good. <laughs> Cabbage Patch, not so much. Smurfs I mean, if cool. you're a kid, and that, yeah. that has some heft to it, and it's not hard. Mm-hmm. You know, like most dolls the kids play with, they're hard. This is not hard. It's well, soft. the heads are. If like, yeah, you but swing the- that thing around, you can could, you could, you could hurt somebody. All right, here's my question, Teek. So, greater, actually, list in, before we get back to these goals, list in order of probability. Mm-hmm. So you can't say none of them are going to happen. I need you to assign not necessarily a percentage, but just a likelihood based on one through four, most probable to least probable that that these things will happen for the Jets this offseason. Go ahead. All right, put the order. You might want to write these down. Rodgers comes to play quarterback. Peyton comes to coach. Harbaugh comes to coach. Or Lamar Jackson comes to play quarterback. Mm. Order of probability, one through four. So I think Harbaugh coming to coach is last. Okay. Because I think he's going to – he's just tra- – I've seen this story too many times. He's trying to get a pay raise. From he's going to meet with Denver this week. On, he's going to interview with Denver. On pay, on Harbaugh's team's request, 
the Denver Broncos did not reach out. That's the story. All right. Okay. So yeah. He's trying to. He's going to manufacture that. Uh, not to I, would, to I would put. He did a pretty good job. All right, I, so horrible fourth. Go. Um, what was the first one you said? Uh, I think Rodgers playing quarterback okay, okay, for the okay, Jets. Okay. Peyton and then Lamar. Whatever um, order you think. The so horrible four. Mm. I think Lamar is one, most likely. I think L- the Lamar is, is is top. Okay. Peyton. Or Rodgers. Oh, God, that's a hard one. Peyton Because I Rogers. couldn't tell if Rodgers was Honestly, saying goodbye I, to Lambeau or saying goodbye I, to football I last night. I, I agree. I have no idea. But, but I look at his contract, and there's just no way that unless he just quits, mm-hmm. there's no way that the Packers can't be on the hook for a lot of money. Yeah. Even even a trade is a lot of money yep. for Aaron Rodgers. Would first round pick or two kind of mitigate the money a little bit and maybe yeah. inspire them? Maybe yeah. I know the money's bad; it's punitive. I I I got that part. But yeah, but I, there's always a way. If there's a way, there's if there's a will, there's a way. Yeah. So I mean, maybe. Okay. Uh, maybe. So I, I honestly would put Rodgers too. Okay. I'd say I'd say Lamar one, Rodgers two, Peyton three, mm-hmm. and Harbaugh. Last, I think that's a pipe dream. I, I, yeah, I agree with that. I think he's just fishing for more. I mean, because mm-hmm. that's a, remember, national. Why just don't these coming here? Local, I think he might coach. No, the NFL. I don't think so. Locally, think more than you. Locally, we you probably haven't talked about it, but we talked about this on a national level when he entertained coming a couple years ago. It was because he had taken a pay cut and he wanted more money. Correct. And so he got more money, incentive money in his contract, which he's hit because he's made the college football playoff and he's beaten Ohio State and he's won the Big Ten championship a couple of times, but. He's still not nowhere near the highest paid coach in college football. I think he wants to be the highest paid coach in college football, so he's using the NFL mm-hmm. as is always his constant threat. Yep, to get a pay Leverage. raise from, from what if he's the highest paid NFL Warfare. coach? What if Sean Payton doesn't like what's going on and doesn't take a job? Well, and what if he comes if, to whomever look, I, the Panthers, I, the Broncos, I, I, I the Jets, and he's the highest paid NFL coach? I think you have a good enough grasp. Okay, and I'm asking, I'm saying that this way because you didn't play, so you don't know what it's like for an NFL coach. But mm-hmm. I think you have a good enough grasp on the grind that it, that it takes on an NFL coach. So if you had the choice and you're going to make the top end money at both places, would you rather be an NFL coach or a college coach? From a from a work, you've already you've had the success work that he said. Of life, cut, yes, college, one hundred percent. No, no doubt. So no I, doubt. That's why I don't see him coming back to the NFL unless he really completes the circle in college, winning a championship, Win, wins the title for Michigan. He's a legend. I mean, even if he fails in the NFL, he'll come back. He's you know he'll never pay for a meal in Anna. What you know what I mean? I like, know what you're saying. So I, I just can't see him leaving. Very now, I could be I could be dead wrong. Take, but I, I still think he's got an NFL itch. Now I'm not he didn't necessarily scratch it this year. He might. Think about the way he lost the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean first and ten, first first and goal on the four or five, whatever it was. He <laughs> just kept trying to feed it to Michael Crabtree. How about yes. you turn around and hand it off to Frank Gore? That'd be nice. Maybe something good. Well, will at come least out the Jets handed it off to Frank Gore. They got it right. <laughs> Calls is Trevor Lawrence. Thank you. Think about how the world, the NFL world, would be uh-huh. different if that had happened. Uh huh. Because Harbaugh would be different for the Jets, though. I know, but Harbaugh wouldn't have gotten fired. Yeah. Colin, the whole Colin Kaepernick thing. Yeah. Would have played itself out completely uh, that's different. That's true. Because if he's Super Bowl, he would have been Super Bowl MVP. That's not happening to him. Then he's irreplaceable. Exactly. Yeah, that's true. So it would have changed a lot if they had that's scored true. from the five-yard line. would probably still be down. No, yeah, that's true. 877-337-6666. Tony's in Bayonne. What's up, Tony? What's up, guys? Hey, you know, Tony. after the Galladay touchdown, I don't. After the Galladay touchdown, they flashed the camera to the bench. Um, it was before Jihad Ward gave all the giant fans the bird, but they showed <laughs> Dable with his 
with his arm around Galladay. I loved it. And he's yeah. really like, yeah, he's pumping him up. He's telling him, listen, this is what I need from you, you know. Do, do you think we're going to see more of uh, Galladay now in this playoff game, that he's really going to start going to him? And I mean, I think I don't know how many games he, uh, that he was dressed because they never even talk about him on the broadcast. But I do think he's worth dressing. We talked, we hit this earlier in the show. He could be viable in the red zone. He he's not a route runner. He just he has no explosiveness. There's no separation. Uh, with what they call in the NFL suddenness. He ha- he does not have that anymore in his game. But he is a when he was in Detroit, he was an elite 50-50 ball catcher. Now, could he do that in short, you know, area? Of course he could. But I you can't I can't trust him to run, you know, the the requisite number of routes that he's going to be required of him if he's a you know, a consistent participant this year, especially after not doing it all season long. But the point that you're making about Brian Dable's leadership is the is the most important one. Is that every one of these guys on this team knows they they know what they need to do to play, and if they do have success by following the protocols or whatever the 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 methodology that you know Dable is is preaching or whatever it is, you know you're going to get an emotional. Like reaction from him. I mean, that's why you love him because he he wears his emotions on his sleeve, and you see it, um, you feel it, and it shows why this team has been successful because of the head coach. I mean, I know there's some good talented players on this team, but so much of this is the expectation the head coach places on you, and then when you achieve it, he celebrates you. That's awesome. Think about how desirable the Giants now become to free agents mm-hmm. this this off season. Yeah. Oh man. <laughs> Agreed. What a swift reversal. Like that, yeah. and, and and then you throw in the history of the organization. It just it compounds it being a destination for free agents. That's no question. Eight seven seven three three seven six 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 six. That's our number. We uh, we will get more calls. We got Craig and Evan coming up at two. Busy Monday right here on the Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.